Hello, friends and neighbors, and welcome to episode 43 of Ray and Benny Talk Sports, the Troy Palomalu edition. <laughs> we're getting it. We're getting the Willis next. 52. Hey, 44, Tom Rathman. <laughs> don't forget. I don't, have, I don't have one of those jerseys, though. So, Oh, you got a few days, so you better get online. <laughs> While you're online, friends and neighbors, don't forget to smash that subscribe button. It really helps us to grow the channel, get the word out. Benny, where can they find us on social media, bro? Bro, you can find us at Ray Benny Sports. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Good old TikTok. Good old. <laughs> we finally got some NFL news to cover with cover cover with the big Baker Mayfield trade. We'll get to that. Kahari Jones has unfortunately been let go by the Montreal Alouettes. We'll talk about that. We got some shout outs, but let's start out with our week five CFL picks. We have three games this week. Thank you, CFL schedule makers. <laughs> let's start off with the Battle of Alberta. Stamps visiting Alex. How do you see this game going? Uh, pretty much the same as the last time that these two guys, uh, teams met. Yeah. Um, Calgary's had the bye, just had a bye week. They had some time to rest up. Bo Levi, you know, has the injured foot. Uh, practice in full, so he seems like he's good to go. So that doesn't seem to be bothering him. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Edmonton's coming off that huge win against Hamilton. You know, so huge. He was. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big it, monkey off their back. It, it, it was. was. Yeah. It was, but I'm making it bigger than what it actually was. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't expect very much out of Edmonton in this game. Um, I mean, Trey Ford started last game against Hamilton. You know, he, he did what he had to do to get the win. Nothing spectacular or anything like that. I think you'll have a harder time with Calgary, um, you know, playing that game. So I, I, I'm going with the uh, the Calgary way, if, especially if Bo Levi keeps up what he's been doing and yeah. healthy. I think they'll chew up Edmonton's D. Yeah, Calgary is second in the league in scoring. Uh, Edmonton is averaging less than 20 points a game. Calgary yeah. is second in the league in yards per game. Edmonton, uh, they're last. <laughs> they're last. Uh, Edmonton is horrible against the run. Kadeem Carey is one of the best backs in the league. He'll probably have a huge game. Uh, one opportunity that Edmonton have would be Calgary is not very good at creating pressure on the QB. So that might give Trey Ford, a young QB, some time uh, to see his reads or else get on the run. And really keep Calgary off balance with his legs. Because he was good with his legs. Um, and, I don't know, Edmonton's playing with a limited playbook on, on offense. Because Chris Jones himself said that he's going to keep it basic and simple. And try not to confuse Trey Ford, the rookie. Yeah. So, with all that... Go ahead, bro. And no James Wilder, right? I, th- I think he's still out. So, shoulder injury or whatever. So, he's still on the injury list. So, you don't have that veteran presence to lean on. Yeah. Also in the backfield for them. And like, like you said, they've given up 409 yards average on D. So, <sighs> and that's, that's crazy for a Chris Jones D. And I know they keep, you know, they're bringing guys in, sending guys out. Like they're just all over the place with their roster still. So yeah. I, I think it'll be a, a tough time coming. Plus Calgary's also getting Trey Robertson back. Let, uh, let's, let's also acknowledge that uh, the Elks have not won in their stadium since October 12th, 2019. Good God, that's a long time. I will give him credit, Victor Cooey. You know, fans 12 and under getting in for free. That's how you get the young kids in the stadium. So good, good on them for that. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that will uh, bump those numbers up. And then hopefully that will also then get some of these fans to keep bugging their parents, keep bringing them to games. And, you know, 
hopefully and eventually in a few years they're still going to games yeah. on their own or with their buddies or whatever so that's that's a good initiative by victor Kui. absolutely and and with all that said i'm gonna take edmonton in the upset at home what wow yeah, boy i'm gonna just take him riding that momentum trey forward not a lot of tape on him uh calgary has had the week off so yeah bo levi mitchell has had a chance to heal uh but maybe at the same time it's very early to have that buy for a team like calgary who's still trying to gel and get bo levi mitchell back in the game so i'm gonna take edmonton at home with the momentum all right you're probably the only one I am the only one, according to <laughs> CFL.ca. Yeah. Uh, but that's a website who kept showing that uh, touchdown by Brandon Banks as robbery. Yeah, no kidding. It was robbery. <laughs> it, was robbery. it was stolen. You're going to really profile that on your social media? <laughs> Get out of here laughing at the ref. So, yeah, I'm going to take Edmonton at home. Uh, let's talk about Friday Night Football. Red Blacks, Rough Riders, slash Rough Riders versus Rough Riders. Who you got in that one, bro? <laughs> what? I miss that. I miss that. I'm sorry. I get it. People think it's stupid that we had two Rough Rider teams, but I do miss it. Yeah, they should go back to it. I wait. See what well, happens. The, don't the Gleibermans still own the name? Is it Gleiberman? Yeah, or? probably. Yeah, are they still no. around? No, uh, they would have been the... Were they the Renegades? No. Uh, well, what was that? Uh, Horn Chen. Horn Chen, I oh, think, yeah, was the owner. I can't believe I remember that. Yeah. Man, I can't remember people I meet like four hours ago, but I can remember Horan Chen. Anyways, let's talk about Red Blacks. That guy was another <laughs> classic Ottawa owner. Good God. <laughs> oh, but they got good ownership now. So let's talk about them now. How do you see this one going on uh, in Regina? Yeah, in, in Regina. Regina. Um, I'm going to lean towards Saskatchewan just because it is in Regina. If it, Ottawa was at home, yeah. I'd probably lean that way. Um, I still don't know what's coming out of Lapo and all his calls. Uh, is Mazzoli going to be the Mazzoli from the Bomber games and not the Mazzoli of last week? Yeah, um, he didn't look too good. William Powell, obviously, he's going to look to prove something against Saskatchewan or bring it against his old team. But, you know, the defense is going to have to be very good for Ottawa here. They forced three turnovers last week. Mazzoli's yeah. probably going to be on the, on the run a little bit. I know Ottawa's O-line is not that bad. Actually, they're decent. But Saskatchewan's pass rush has been 21 good. sacks. 21 yeah, sacks. Yeah. Five turnovers last week, too, against Montreal they caused. So That's insane. But, again, what Cody Fajardo are we going to get? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be good right from the start, or is he only going to show up in the third or fourth quarter? We know Ottawa, if they got it going, I mean, Mazzoli wasn't great, but they still put up 31 points last week. Um, I know it wasn't all offense or whatever, but I, I think they'll be able to possibly move the ball, Ottawa can, but can mm. they actually get some touchdowns, which they've lacked? I think it was only only a stone for one touchdown so far this year. Not against this defense. Yeah. Not in Saskatchewan. In Saskatchewan, yeah. No, I'm taking Saskatchewan to win at home. Uh, like, Also, Ottawa has like four or five DBs that are pretty much out for the next game. So they're probably one injury away from this being an absolute disaster where Saskatchewan and Fajardo does go nuts and keeps growing on that momentum from last week. Uh, because, like you said, they can force turnovers. Like, they got mm-hmm. 14, 17 points off of three turnovers last week. Yeah. Uh, but, man, with that injury and going into Saskatchewan, and like you said, Paul Police hasn't been able to solidify that offense yet. No. And not, and not, not even just the offense. His whole coaching decisions. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I meant to write it down, but his coaching record is actually pretty terrible. Like, head coaching record. Is pretty terrible, uh, you know, when he led the Bombers and all that. He, he's never really won a lot of games. Um, yeah. And and these mistakes that he used to make in the past, he's still making them. Uh, yeah. You know, and Ottawa went and they loaded up. They went after Mazzoli. 
they went after guys on their O line. They they went after every position almost, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think they're going to be expecting a little bit more. They're not going to be expecting to go zero and four. I'm thinking if Lapo doesn't win this week, he may be the next one out the door. I think that would be a mistake. I think that would be a mistake. Uh, they have to let that guy grow with the roster that he has. And I think pro- he is growing as a head coach. And you have time in the East. I, I, yeah, but it's just, I, I wouldn't it's agree a, with that decision. It's like a Montreal thing. You got a new GM in Ottawa now, right? Ugh. He didn't get to pick his coach. So he may be quick to pull the trigger more so if there is the GM and coach still from last year kind of thing, right? Yeah. So he may be looking at it and going, okay, you know what? I got to fix this. You're also running out of time, though. I mean, yeah, you're only a game out of first, but yeah. you're running out of time for that third playoff position, right? Uh-huh. The more the West keeps winning, that third playoff position in the East is going to disappear as well. Very and true. there's going to, you know, I mean, the, one of these teams in the West can clinch a playoff spot, you know, if they get one to day wins. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> how bad. terrible is that? <laughs> that's very bad Eastern division. Yeah. That's oh, bad for the man. CFL altogether, man. Goodness. That it's, you know, someone is going to clinch a playoff spot. So yeah, Yeah, Uh, good for Ottawa this week. No. And then again, their D is not actually very good against run. They give up over a hundred yards a game. Joe, uh, Jamal Morrow. Sorry. I'm going to say Joe Morrow. Good old Winnipeg jet. Jamal Morrow. He's been on its hair so far, so he could have another heyday this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I couldn't take out all the confidence at all on the road. No, no, bro. Let's talk about the third and final game. Of the CFL schedule. Thank you, CFL schedule makers. Bombers versus Lions. Man, I've been getting a bit of heat online for taking the BC Lions at number one, but I think they'll prove why they are this week. I think so too, but I don't I I'd rather have seen this matchup in not a short week for the Bombers. Um Yeah. But and without- mean, it's the way things go. And if they take this matchup, BC then in Bombers, will just have to prove it in the next one or two matches. I'm, I'm assuming, or maybe they only play them one more time. Yeah, it's like good news so. that Lucky Whitehead is is looking maybe doubtful, maybe out. He sat last couple practices, but other than that, it's the odds are looking heavily into the Bombers' favor right now. Uh, that that BCD looks decent. Like they let Ottawa back into the talking about just about talking about Ottawa. They look good coming back into the game against BC, but man, Nathan Rourke, what can you say? Yeah, I mean, this is the game that Zach Kalaros and the offense has to wake up. You can't, especially coming off a short week, the D may not be able to play as well as they do and keep the points down to a minimum. They're also, they've lost Kyrie Wilson. Oh. So you got Clemens coming in there. He did all right. Yeah. But man, did he get blown up by Harris on that one run? And they're going to be, and they're going to be playing on that short week. So he's got a lot to digest. BC has the best pass defense, allowing like 200 yards. They have the best run defense, allowing just over 60 yards. So things aren't looking too good for Caleros and Calero, um, Calero, uh, <laughs> Oliveira and Augustine right now. Sorry to be honest. Sorry to be honest, Bomber Nation. I love my Bombers, but that's the truth. Yeah, they, they got to be able to spread that field. These these short passes, swing passes aren't going to work when BC or any team is crowding that line of scrimmage because they know the Bombers aren't going downfield enough. Oh, the absolutely. swing passes to McRae, the Janari and Grant sweeps, you know, a couple of them worked here and there, but for the most part, they're failures, right? So you, yeah. you, you got to see this offense pick it up a bit. Go deep. 
go why deep. Why aren't they going to Dalton shown deep? It's worked on a couple of occasions. Why are they holding back on that? At least to get the DBs back. You know, yeah. at least to get the linebackers back a bit or try an all-out blitz and it'll open stuff underneath. Then you can do the screens. Like, they have no deep threat right now consistently. No, exactly. And and the thing is, they're not also even going downfield consistently. Uh, the running game's obviously gone nowhere. The O-line's kind of struggling so far. Buck Decent Pierce in pass going. protection, but not good in opening uh, opening up holes, right? So, yeah. I mean, this would be a battle. I can't. I don't see BC blowing the Bombers out or anything. But if the Bombers, who have gotten by, you know, by the skin of their teeth in the last few weeks, you know, this is where probably that bubble kind of bursts on them this week. Yeah, perfect storm, uh, as they say, perfect storm. And, and they got to find a way to. They got to. Yeah, that's a two time zones away. Yeah, Three, two time zones away. And they have to find a way to contain James Butler. Like that guy went for one twenty-two touchdowns last week as well. Yeah. That's a lot on their plate. You know, no, I can I, see James Butler tiring out that defense to where, you know, it could be close for the first half, three quarters, and then just the fatigue kicks in, the time zone kicks in. And, you know, it's one of those boxing fights where one fighter can't last till the end. Yeah, well, the Bomber D was on the field quite a bit in that second half on Monday, right? So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're only coming off a few days rest, really, to kind of recuperate from that. So, Are the Bombers leading the league game? in punting? Uh, it could be. Oh, uh, speaking of kicking, though, give him some credit, man. He's he's actually done well, and he had a good game again, and his punting has been pretty For good. Sure, so. you gotta give him credit. <laughs> I, I've been preaching patience with this dude, man. I just said I talked about kicking. I won't talk about it no more because I don't want to jinx anything. But yeah. patience, patience, and he's leading the league in punting as well. I think. Yeah, it could be net at least net. Yeah, Probably he's net. done. He's done pretty well. Hopefully, he keeps it going, and uh, special teams is uh, keeps it going. Really, yeah. I'd like to yeah. see Janarian Grant finally break one, though. Oh, it doesn't feel like he's going to break one soon. It's like, yeah. oh, you're just fighting to get through, and I hope so. I hope so. But uh, this week is too much to overcome in BC. So I'm, I'm assuming we're both picking BC then for the win here. I'm picking BC for sure. Are you? I am as well. I hope we're both wrong. I hope I'm wrong too. <laughs> I hope we're both wrong. I hope I'm wrong too. Let's, any which way, uh, let's talk about a former Blue Bomber, Blue Bomber legend who's on his way to the Ring of Honor for his amazing years playing quarterback. Kahari Jones, unfortunately, was let go from Montreal. Kind of saw it coming. We, we saw it coming, but we figured he'd get more time. I don't agree with it, but. Than what he got, you know, and the, the timing of it's kind of weird because, I mean, Montreal played last week. They're on a bye. Yeah. But. Why wait this late into the week? But I, I, we all saw it. Danny Machocha, right? Uh, that, right? Give me a break. You knew at some point he was going to pull the trigger, and he was just waiting for it. And yeah, you, you can't leave Kahari for another week. And then if Kahari gets a win, and then you can't do it after that, right? So this yeah. was his time to do it and get back, uh, get out there. It's disappointing. I mean, Kahari's done well the few years that he's been there. Yeah. Um. I. I, I you're four games into the season. It's way too early, man. Yeah, and they haven't been drafting really, really well lately. And I don't know. Who's who's the offensive coordinator now? Anthony Calvillo? Is he taking over the role? Because he was a quarterback coach, because right? Because this so. seems like a pure, you know, let's... They're only putting him, not putting him as coach right now because he's probably going to get slammed the rest of the way because this team is not good enough. But they're grooming him. He's going to be the next coach, I believe, coming next year. 
and Danny Machocha, Machio, whatever, is going to take most of the brunt of the, them losing the rest of the way. Because they just don't have the roster to compete. Uh, definitely not in the West against Western teams. And I don't know. I think Kamahari was a lame duck. I think this team had to grow with Kahari, and I think they had to draft better. And they didn't. So I'm disappointed in this move, Montreal. I think this was consistency, and they messed it up. So whatever. I agree with you on that. I didn't want to see him go. Sometimes you have to take the the good with like Mark Mike O'Shea did not win games at the at the very beginning. You know, if I want to go to the NFL route, uh, Jimmy Johnson didn't win games at the very beginning. You know, you got to start somewhere. And Kari just seemed like a good fit, and I don't know. I don't but know. he was he was showing that he was winning games. I mean, they won games. They made the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he was getting there, and and he was uh, forced into the job a little bit when he got hired, and he, and he did a great job with it. So. I, I definitely see him getting another job somewhere else uh, at some point, probably by next season or whatever. But that's an unfortunate situation for him, probably for the best for him, anyways. In that in that situation, Let you know, it, obviously no one wants to get fired, but yeah, it might be work out better for him. They put a quick situation out there for me. Uh, the offensive uh, production in Winnipeg has been very low. Not suggesting they fire Buck Pierce and bring in Kahari, but maybe an offensive consultant. Could be. I don't see anything like that happening this year unless it keeps going down that route. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't be a bad thing at some point for Kahari. But does Kahari want to do that at this point, or is he looking for another head coaching job anyways? Well, I guess he'd have to probably not take his pay in Montreal. Yeah. As a head coach, just to sit back and relax to be an offensive consultant. But just saying, uh, I, I don't know. I'm lost for words at what Buck Pierce is doing with the offense right now. We are too. Uh, I mean, they started off slow last year. They got it together. So we'll see if that happens this yeah. year. Um, they got a bye coming up after their BC game. So we'll see. But yeah, that going back to the Bombers again, that offense needs to uh, pick yeah. it up for sure. <laughs> you know, I, I just talked about the NFL and the consistency of Jimmy Johnson. Let's talk about an organization who's not who's lacked consistency since uh, forever. Baker <laughs> Bayfield has been traded from the Browns to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Browns have nobody other than Jacoby Brissett now. <laughs> and good for the Panthers, I think. Yeah, well, good for Baker. He got a, he finally got yes. out of that situation. And uh, he gets a new start. And we'll see if he can, uh, you know, do better in Carolina. I mean, he wasn't terrible in, in Cleveland. Uh, no. Last year, he was playing with all kinds of injuries. He was putting his body on the line. So maybe a little bit too much. Maybe he should have been He's trying hard. Himself. Yeah, yeah, trying too hard. hard. Yeah. Um, It'll be an interesting situation in Carolina, who they end up going with. You know, does Sam Darnold stick around? Uh, they're paying a lot of money for those quarterbacks. So, yeah. No, he's, he's, he's good not- for Baker. I think he's gonna, in a way better situation. Cleveland, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, at some point, uh, Deshaun Watson's getting suspended. Yeah. Prison you know? Mike, you got to look at this. You got to look at this franchise. Prison <laughs> Mike. Prison Mike. Oh, Matt, if he goodness. if he hasn't given up all of them yet, he's never given up. No, on them. that's why I admire <laughs> Prison Mike. He won't give up on the Browns. Prison Never. Mike is Browns until he's in the ground. Yeah. Uh, but whoa, Prison Mike, I'm feeling bad for you. Like Deshaun Watson is looking at a one year suspension at least. Is the is but the it's, feeling? It's interesting. Do, does Cleveland know more uh, than what they're what has been announced? What what's going on? Because why would they trade Baker at this point uh, unless they know for sure maybe what uh, what Watson's facing and maybe it's not going to be a full year? Because are you really going with Brissett? Because it's as, each as your day, quarterback this year. As each day goes on, his value lessens. There's no way that Baker Mayfield, in regards to his take, is going to his value is going to increase more for the Browns. What they're going to get, like they're lucky to get a fifth conditional fourth. 
that's pretty good to get a guy who wants to get out of there and he's what a top 20 QB yeah Why not? Jimmy's still out there oh Jimmy <laughs> are we gonna talk about Jimmy you wanna talk about Jimmy, or should, talk we, about Jimmy. should we save that <laughs> for around draft time when Jimmy might be dealt we, we, draft time draft is already over ah sorry sorry <laughs> uh, uh, camp time sorry <laughs> we'll talk about it when a top QB goes down with an injury, and then we'll see if Jimmy uh, yeah, because gets picked up. Maybe Cleveland a- will pick him up if Watson actually gets suspended for a year. That would make sense. But that would make sense. So who's they? S- somebody oh, take him, please. <laughs> Dude's gonna end up. He's gonna beat out Lance in camp, and he's gonna be the starter. Uh, but this will be a growing process for Mayfield. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have such a good roster. It's not bad. You got McCaffrey. You got DJ Moore. Uh, he's got a good, they got a good offense. He got some good receivers. Robbie yeah. Anderson, DJ Moore, McCaffrey. Yeah. If they can stay healthy. Just drafted a left tackle. Yeah. I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Friends and neighbors. <laughs> but but yeah. So he's in a better situation now. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see. Better-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I love that term-ish. Uh, shout outs for this week. You want to go first? Sure. What's your shout out? I'm going to shout out uh, Fred Reed and Gavin Walls, who were uh, inducted into the Winnipeg Blue Bomber uh, Hall of Fame. Shout out. And I love Fred Reed. Fast Freddie Reed. 260 it's- yards against BC that time. Yeah, it was- yes, I remember listening to that. I was in Beaujolais chilling with a friend, and I was listening to that late at night. Yeah, that was fantastic. Wow. It was an amazing game, man. He just kept going, and it was like unstoppable. Yeah. And Gavin Walls is a great pass rusher. 98, number 98. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. There we go. There we go. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out for me to to Rainbow Stage. It's very you know, rare that the cross-sections of my life of sport and theater cross. Uh, but Rainbow Stage is doing a great show called The Hockey Sweater, and they're doing it under the dome. It's about that cool story. You did it in elementary, right? Yeah. About the kid who wanted... A Canadian's jersey, but then it got a Leafs jersey in the mail from Mr. Eaton's, and he wrote a letter to him. Yep. Was yeah, it? Was, I, always, I, I always mix that up. I always think it's the other way around. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! 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 It's a Leafs. Uh, they wanted a they wanted a Canadian jersey, but I got a Leafs jersey. Yeah, yeah. So that was made into a musical. So shout out to them. Go check it out. The show's going until July seventeenth. Special shout out uh, to the director Carson Notras and my good homegirl Rochelle Kives, who's a star in the show. Benny, you got anything to say to the people? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to give a one more shout out, actually. Yeah, man, we got time. I missed this totally, but to Mike Greer, new Sharks GM, who became the first black GM in the NHL. Right on. Congrats to him. Shout out to him for getting that. Let's go NHL. Also, Kaylee Wickenheiser, then. Let's talk about assistant GM in Toronto. And also the assistant GM in New Jersey, whose name, her name, just I don't have it right here with me, but thank you for bringing that up. Good job, yeah. NHL. Yeah. We, we rag on that grow. culture. Yeah, exactly. We rag on that culture. So it's good to see these steps being made, even though these steps yeah. could have been made 20 years ago, but it's good that these steps <laughs> are <in> there. <laughs> made. Now, Benny, do you have anything to say to our friends and neighbors? You know what? Uh, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and follow and uh, have a good weekend. Yeah. And this next quote is is a shout out to the refereeing in the Toronto Winnipeg game. <laughs> and in the famous words of Bill Shankly, the trouble with referees is that they know the rules, but they do not know the game. Be kind, be safe, help each other out. Hey friends and neighbors, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook 
TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Ray Denny Sports. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Leave a like, leave a comment, tell us what you think.